Do you feel like no matter what you do in your business, you can't seem to go past this invisible ceiling that just seems to have you kind of feeling stuck? Well, don't worry. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through how to break out of the things that are no longer working for you so that you can step more fully into exactly what it is that you desire to create an experience in your business. So let's go. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. (laughs) And I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Business can be hard. You can invest a ton of hours, talk to a ton of potential clients, do a ton of work, and yield no financial result, right? I've been there and I get it. I remember when I first got started in business, I thought it was going to be this crazy, amazing experience and everything that I touched would turn to gold. I thought I would be getting clients right out the gate and everything would be super easy, but it wasn't. I remember having to invest in ads based on the training that I was receiving, which was awesome. It was great. I had a a great coach and, and someone to help me when I first started my business. And so with the strategy that they were giving me, it required using ads. And I was all for it. I had no experience in business. I just knew that I wanted to make this work. And if this is the way to make it work, then I was like, I'm doing it. And so I would invest these this money into ads and, and have people going through my webinar and stuff. But I wasn't getting the result that I wanted. People were not signing up to book calls with me. I would get you know, a few here, a few there. And then when I jumped on the calls, I wouldn't close the sale. 
And back then when I was first getting started, I had no language for any of this. I didn't know that I was jumping on calls to close sales and that I had a funnel and this was my lead generation process and all these things. I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew that this was the process that my coach had told me to go through. And so this is what I was doing, right? And so as time went on, I later learned the language and I later learned how to communicate and use words to express a message that helped people to understand that I'm here to help them and that the offer that I have is able to help them. And it's on them to choose if they believe or know that this is a best, the best fit for them, right? With where they are in their life and with the goals that they have. And so it's a totally different experience now when people ask me how they can work with me. But back then, I was just doing what I was told to do. And to tell you the truth, it was not working for me. So one of the biggest lessons that I learned back then is that in order to grow your business, you have to be in alignment with the outcome that you desire to create. It's not just about making a quick buck. It's not just about following what other people are doing that has been effective for them. And it's not just about trying to wing it and go with the flow and see how you feel and just do the work that you feel like working on. You got to have a real plan and you got to align yourself with the plan so that you can reap the results of living in alignment with the things that matter to you. And if helping your clients, if loving on these people and getting them to the result that they need is important to you, if you actually care about seeing your clients have a better experience of life, whether you're helping them with their business or whether it has nothing to do with business, it doesn't matter. If you care about the people that are coming to you for help, then you will do your best to help them and they will receive amazing service from you and they will tell others. You don't even have to ask them. And of course, I'm not saying you shouldn't ask. Having a referral program is awesome, right? Offering a percentage for referring you to a friend or a family member or a colleague or whoever, depending on the type of business that you're in, that is awesome and you definitely want to do that. The thing is, when you are requesting referrals, but your service sucks and people know that they could get better service from someone else, why would they refer anyone to you, right? And something else to consider when we experience ceilings in our business, all that is reflecting back to us is not necessarily that your business sucks or that what you're offering sucks or it's not helpful, and when I say suck, I don't mean like it's absolute garbage. I mean, suck in that it's not effective in helping your specific clients to get a specific result, right? And the way that you make something that is not effective effective is by being honest about it and telling yourself the truth. Looking at the feedback that you, that you receive from your clients. Are 90% of people saying that this was awesome and it really helped me and it changed my life? Or, or are most people saying that, no, this wasn't helpful at all? 
Because in every business, there will be refunds. That's not the sign that says, oh, this sucks, right? Refunds are a normal part of business. Whether you sell a service or a product, there will be refunds, okay? How you know if your business is effective or not, the product or service that you're selling is effective, is the overall feedback that you receive from your clients. We sometimes call this feedback testimonials. And so if people are telling you that, wow, since working with you, here's the result that I have, you know that you're selling something that is effective. You are delivering on the promise that you make to your community. This is awesome. This is the kind of stuff that great businesses are made out of. But on the other side, if people are coming and saying, thank you for offering this, but I found that it did not deliver on the promise. And since working with you, I do not see a change. I don't see any growth within myself or in my life or my business, however you help them. And it didn't really make a difference. I didn't learn anything new. I wasn't exposed to anything that I wouldn't have been exposed to if I had not worked with you and it wasn't really worth it. Then you want to take a look at what it is that you're selling. Is this your best work? Is this high quality? Could you offer something that is a better fit for the people that you're attracting into your business? Is this maybe for the next level, right? I remember when I first started in business, when I first offered 90 days, one goal, my, my clients who went through it were like, you know, this is great, but for where I am in my business, it's not that helpful. And this is more for someone who already has the experience of running a business and making money and all that. And that's not where I am. And so instead of getting offended and saying, no, you're wrong. My, my 90 days, one goal is great. We help a lot of people and you're wrong. I have to take a look at the program and say, okay, how can I make it more suitable for the people that we are attracting into the program? How can I make it more suitable for someone who is just getting started in business and just needs to understand the basics? How can I make it better for them? It's not about creating a program that makes me feel and look good. It's about creating something that is helpful to the person that is going through the content. And so we had some work to do and that's okay. And the way that I, I view business and treat business now is that things are always evolving. As I grow, the business is growing. As I learn and I'm exposed to new information and, and I get around people who are doing more and, and are sharing principles and strategies and things with me that I did not know before, I practice it, I learn it, I understand it, and then I share it with my students, I share it with my clients, I share it with my group coaching clients and my private coaching clients. And this is how we're all able to grow and go from this level, this place where we're at right now to the ultimate place of where we see ourselves going. And so we have to be willing to look at is this product or service actually effective in delivering on the promise or does it not? And we also have to look at if the business has hit a ceiling and business is a reflection of me as the CEO, as the person driving this business bus, then that means that I have hit a ceiling. We got to be honest about that. 
We got to look at that. We got to investigate and get curious. Where is it that I've hit a ceiling within myself in terms of growing this business and being the leader, being the CEO of this business? Where did I stop growing? Where did I stop challenging myself? Where did I stop going out of my comfort zone in order to innovate and to lead change and to be the difference and to stand out? Where did I grow comfortable? Hey, go getter. It's me, T. And I just wanted to jump in and remind you of something that you probably have not thought of today. So instead of our normal commercials inviting you to grab something that would be really helpful for you, I decided to be the one to remind you of this. You ready? You are loved. You really are. And this is something that most people walk around completely ignorant to. And so I want to remind you that you're special, you're loved, you're incredibly gifted, and you were designed to succeed at the goals that you have. So don't limit yourself to your current experience or to your current circumstances, because you are bigger than those things. And within you is everything you need to accomplish the things that you desire. All right, let's get back to this episode. And a really, really great book to read that would help with this is a book called Who Moved My Cheese? In this book, you'll meet characters like Hem and Ha, who are the humans, and then you'll meet Skip and Scurry. And those are the, the mice. And Hem and Ha, the humans, when change happened, in their life, they were unwilling to just roll with it and adapt with what was happening. They were unwilling to make the necessary changes to keep themselves afloat. So they were comfortable with all the cheese that they had collected and they didn't notice that the cheese pile was going down. And so day after day, they would leave their homes, go to the cheese station and just eat, 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 be happy, go home, go back out the next day, eat, 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 be happy, go home, go back out the next day. And one day there was no more cheese left and they were upset. They would hem and haw and complain and wish and say, oh man, why did this happen to me? Why is this happening? This is horrible. I wish things were different. But Skip and Scurry, the mice, they were always proactive. They were always vigilant about what was going on. And they were aware that the cheese was going down. And so as they got up every morning, they would look around the maze to see, okay, what are some other options that we can invest in here? What are some other options that we can explore, that we can learn about, just so that we can stay on top of the game? And when the cheese started to go down and down and down and down, Skip and Scurry were out of there. They were in the maze looking for another cheese station. And in the beginning, they stumbled and they hit a few roadblocks and they had to figure out, okay, you know, that path does not lead to where I want to go. And so let me just get back in the game and keep going. And that happened a few times and they had to learn that it's okay 
It's okay to hit a dead end. It's okay to get tired. It's okay to not have all the answers. But I'm going to get up and I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep walking in the right direction. In the direction that's going to lead me to the outcome that I desire. And in time, they were able to find other cheese stations. So while Hem and Ha were in their cheese station with no cheese, hemming and hawing, Skip and Scurry were already eating new cheese. And this is how it is with our goals and our ideas and our vision. We can either sit with our business and complain about the ceiling and say, why is this happening to me? Why is business so hard? Why am I just making $5,000 every month and that's it? Or every quarter and that's it? Or every year and that's it? Whatever it looks like for you. Why do I only have five people working with me? Or we can look at ourselves and say, where have I been hemming and hawing in my business? Where did I stop growing in my business as the leader? And what caused me to stop? What was the emotion that I felt? What was the, the language in my mind that I held on to that caused me to stop? And you want to be honest with yourself as you do this type of soul searching. Because the only way that your business grows is when you grow. And if you're not willing to sit honestly and say, okay, I am the CEO here. I am responsible for the revenue that my business is generating. I am responsible for the quality of the service that we're providing to people. I am responsible for the level that my business is at. And responsibility is different from blame, right? It's different from shame. It's different from guilt. It's different from condemning. So you're not condemning and beating yourself up by saying, I'm responsible. You're just saying, no, I am the person who makes the, the decisions that creates the outcomes. I am the person who either advertises the business or does not advertise. I am the person who is treating customers well or I'm not treating customers well. And if you're not the person working with the customers, you are the person who hired the people who work with the customers, right? You hired the assistant, you hired the coaches, you hired the people within your business who help you to run it. And so if something is not working, you get to make the changes. You make the decisions that cause your business to thrive or to die. That's in your hands. You have, you have control over that. So that is your responsibility. Just like you have control whether, over whether or not you get up and brush your teeth. It's your, nobody's going to come to your house and force you to brush your teeth. No one is going to come and brush your teeth for you. You get to get up and brush or don't brush. It's the same thing in your business. And so in every business, no matter the type of business you have, whether it's online or off, whether it's a product or a service, there are non-negotiables that you get to engage in that help your business to thrive. And so when you engage in activities that cause for your business to thrive, your business will thrive. And one of your responsibilities is to know what those activities are. 
what are your 5% activities? What are the things that you get to do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually that cause for your business to thrive? In everything, there is a cause and an effect. When you are clear on the actions that you take that produce the results that you desire, you're able to be more intentional about the effects that you're creating in your business. Okay? So once you understand that you are the one creating the results, when you understand what the ceiling is and, and where you stopped growing, and once you are clear on what caused you to stop growing, I want you to really take some time to consider, and you can just pause this and answer the question now if you'd like, but what were you avoiding in choosing not to grow? And what was the benefit that that brought you? Because as humans, we only do things that are a benefit to us. So even if, even if as I asked that, you're like, no, there was no benefit to this. I didn't grow at all. Like I'm not achieving my business goals and this sucks. There is a benefit there, right? The benefit could be that you got to stay in your comfort zone. You got to keep doing what feels familiar. The benefit could be that nothing changed. So you didn't have to force yourself to do things that felt uncomfortable or that you didn't want to do. And nothing changed. The benefit could be that you didn't have to put yourself out there. And so nobody could judge you for promoting your business and for being great at what you do. What was the benefit for you? What were you trying to avoid? And once you have that answer... I got to ask, now that you're clear on the reality that you are the one who has hit the ceiling, not your business, what are you willing to let go of in order to produce the results in your business that you desire? What are you willing to stop doing, to stop thinking, to stop practicing that will allow you to more fully align with the goal of increasing your revenue and helping more people? What are some new characteristics that you get to embody? What are some new perspectives and beliefs that you get to think? What are some new truths that you get to step more fully into that will allow for you to easily create the change that you desire? to see in your life and business. And once you're clear on those, when will you get started? Because it's easy to have the awareness and it's easy to know what to do, but the transformation is in actually doing it. The results manifest in your life when you actually begin to practice the things that you know are good for you. Because this is just like somebody who knows that, hey, if I want to lose 100 pounds, then... All I got to do is eat better and exercise. That is the foundation, right? We try to complicate it by saying, oh, there's this diet and that diet and, you know, this coach and that coach and this method and that pill and all these things. But it boils down to eating food that is right for you and your body, whatever your body needs, and exercising your body more, moving it. And there are Small ways that you can incorporate moving your body more. Instead of sitting at a desk on a chair for eight hours, you can sit on a yoga ball for eight hours. 
And I did this when I was pregnant, not because it was a workout thing for me, but because it was more comfortable for me to sit on a yoga chair, a yoga ball. And so there are small changes that we can make in our daily life that help us to be unstuck, that help to remove the ceiling. So as you do your work, as you focus on being who your business needs you to be in order to effectively hit the goals that you have for the business, you will find that your success was within reach the entire time. It was just a matter of making time to get present and be aware of what is happening so that you could make decisions that would allow you to experience a new reality. That's it. That's it. And this is really powerful stuff. Don't just think that because you're getting it for free on a podcast that somebody wouldn't have paid for this. Because this conversations like this are the kind of conversations that I have been having recently with a lot of my clients. And when we dive deep into actually implementing it, that's when we see the biggest change. And as business owners, we are action takers, right? We, we have a, a tendency to just do what needs to get done. And so in order to take your business from the revenue level that it's at now and to stop hitting that ceiling, all it requires is for you to shift just one degree and live in that new place of operating, thinking, leading, demonstrating, and practicing, and your clients will see a change and your business will see a change. You'll see the money that you were looking for is right in front of you the whole time. But because you were unwilling to really see what was going on, you kept repeating the same thing without being aware. And this happens to a lot of us in, in different areas of our life. And so it's totally normal and it's okay. There's no heat, no judgment. There's no nothing to be like upset over. Or, oh my gosh, I wasted so much time or anything like that. No, no need for that. You are powerful and I'm proud of you for choosing to build a business that helps people. It doesn't just make lots of money, but it actually helps people. And I'm proud of you for that. I'm proud of you for caring enough about someone else to go out and create a solution for them that is actually effective. That is awesome. And I am inspired by you. I am inspired by business owners who choose to actually love people through the service or product that they provide. And that's what causes business growth. Of course, there are other strategies and things that we can implement to, um, to scale the business and to, to break out of the, the, the ceiling. But the foundation of that is getting yourself out of the way, understanding how you've been the bottleneck in your business and unbottlenecking the bottle, removing the things that hinder your progress so that you can excel. And so as you work on that, I'm going to get to work and I will see you in the next episode. I love you and I mean it. Ta-ta. Thank you.